I have found two fine Americans who are willing to serve our nation, and I'm grateful for their service. It is now my honor to welcome to the podium... Empty your mind. Be formless. Shapeless. Like water. What the fuck are you talking about, man? I have absolutely no idea what's going on. No, I'm not on drugs. I'm, I'm happy. Welcome, 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 freaks and geeks. Boys and girls, children of all ages, keep your hands and arms and fingers inside the ride at all times. Well, not all of your fingers. That just wouldn't be fun. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Theoretical Nonsense number, Podcast. Number 10. Woo! Two hands. Wait, is it 10? I don't know. Is it 9? It's 9. Shit. <laughs> got excited. I know. Episode 9. Almost two. Almost, almost full two almost hands. Almost double digits. Oh, God, I love it. Love it. So excited. It ain't fisting to your wrists. It's not fisting to your wrists. My safety word is harder. Pineapple juice. (laughs) Pineapple juice. Uh, So, yes, episode number nine brought to you as always by the wonderful Six Squirrel Studios out in Portland, Oregon. Six Squirrel Studios, where if you have a podcast, know anybody who has a podcast, would like to clean yours up and make your sound more professional. Please check out the peeps over there at Six Squirrel Studios. You can find them at sixsquirrelstudios.com. Send them an email. They'll get back to you. Make your product better because they make us pretty much sound more professional. Almost. Wow. I mean, if they can clean up this bag of you know, angry monkeys, I'm sure they can make you sound great too. Professional is a strong, strong, strong <laughs> word. Let's be honest. He gets paid for it, right? We, we sound amateur at best. But that's our own fault. Right. No, that's what we're going for. Really, folks, that's what we're going for is amateur at best. So, yes, and if you're on the Amazon and you're doing that shoppings, go to the bottom of their page. Make sure you click on that banner and order your shoppings through the Amazon. Um, and uh, kickback goes to everybody and everybody gets happy. Amazon, by the way, looking to put a facility in Enfield, Connecticut, my hometown. They are shopping out contracts left and right yeah. on the East Coast. Yeah. They want. Amazon slowly going to take over. I don't know who's going to get to be our new demigod first. Will it be Amazon or will it be Google? Apple's trying still, but I don't know if they can ever really fill the shoes of demigod. Well, well there'll be that point in the future where they merge together. And yeah. It'll all be one technology that we just worship. That's, that's the point at which we start uh, sending uh, machines back to in time to to stop. <laughs> That's the event. That's the event that that sparks everything. Are you Sarah Connor? <laughs> I'm a friend of Sarah Connor. I was told that she's here. Could I see her, please? No, can't see her. She's making a statement. Where is she? Look, it may take a while. I want to wait. There's a bench over there. I'll be back. Yeah, so again, please check out Six Squirrel Studios. Check us out. We are uh, Theoretical Nonsense. We are everywhere. We are to be found at Facebook at Theoretical Pod, Twitter and Instagram at Theoretical underscore pod. Uh, Drop us a line. See what we're all about. If you ever want to come on with us. Please, by all means. We dare you to sit in that seat. (laughs) The more the merrier. The more the merrier. Can you handle yours? Can you handle yours? Running a strange program, y'all. Thank <laughs> you.
are you sipping on? So, um, I love beer. I love beer. I love beer. It's good. I love beer. 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 Let's go drink Let's some go. beer. Oh, it's my favorite part. Beer is good. Beer is good. Um, I, I, um, I'm going with what can only be described as one of the best New England IPAs in all of New England, and I consider it a punt. Punt? Ah, fourth and three punt. That's what I consider it. You've said it before. I'm sure you'll say it again. Uh, they are continuing to put out punts. Right? But whatever. Still love me some Julius. I'm not going to say it's a bad beer, so I'm definitely going to start my... Um, podcasting off with it because it sure as hell ain't my first beer of the day, boys and girls. <laughs> We're talking about number five. Yeah, five beers deep. Rolling Fuck. in dirty. He came in here saucy. Saucy pants McGillicuddy from the second I got here. We uh, went to uh, one of my favorite establishments here in Western Massachusetts, uh, Max Burger. Oh, and because I'm a member of their, I don't know, Advantage Club at Max Vantage. I'm always getting those, uh, getting them points, dog. And during your birthday, you get 25 bucks off your bill. Ooh. So I get like a $8 meal and drink the rest of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. They won't let you uh, use it for booze, just for food. So whatever. Still, I still liquid a, dinner. Right. I, I pretty much get saucy pants. Yeah. And that comes straight here. Yay. Jesus Christ. Right. Because full knowing I have at least two or three while I'm here. If not. I think I've had that stuff before. <laughs> Another episode fueled by copious amounts of delicious beer drugs. Alpha Brain is so freaking, it's a godsend. Every time, every single time we go on that coleslaw, I feel so good about that on it. Please check them out. Do your research. I know we promote the shit out of it, but it saves us from um, sounding even more like a bunch of idiots because that that alpha brain's saving lives, man. Fuck yeah! Phew, please, by all means, yes. So, what Focus. are you sipping on, dickhead? I, I, I mean, I'm sorry that came out wrong. We try that again. Hey, what are you sipping on, fucker? <laughs> uh, man, I am sipping on um, Pomona from a delicious brewery that we've mentioned on the podcast. If I before. had seen that in the refrigerator. <laughs> I got two of them sitting at the house. I, I got to it first. Good I'm sorry, golly. bro. No worries. I was high. That's one of those those beers that you hide behind, you know, yeah, half, half drank gallons yep. of milk and, yeah. and apple juice. I um straight yeah, up just go for anything in the fridge. <laughs> just don't look on the top shelf behind everything. <laughs> I uh that when sweets came out with the uh, CFO, when we went to Treehouse, we got all those beers. Two of them fell behind the crisper, Ooh. right? So when I finally pulled the crisper out, they dropped it down. And I was like, what the? <gasps> Beer gods. <laughs> Past John taking care of future champagne. Popping bottles. <laughs> crushing beers. I was so happy Beer gods taking care of me. And I do that, too, because I stash, like, um, porters or stouts or whatever. And I stash them over the refrigerator. And I'm a, you know, <clears throat> stout at five foot seven on a good day so <laughs> see you have the opposite way of i uh, uh, that i do it completely I put out it, of sight out of mind i put it way on the bottom shelf yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> way on the bottom shelf so that i really have to struggle to like i don't want to get the fuck down on the no, floor there's nothing in the bottom of the on the first shelf that i need to bend over yeah, to no, look at. No. no no that's a good idea too i drop something on the ground it's one to the gods <laughs> 
you know, popcorn, I, I, I have Swedish recently, fish. Well, I mean, if you had a dog, it's a great idea. I have a one-year-old. He does the same thing. True. But I also have a Roomba, which is awesome. Set it up before you walk out the door, hit the button, walk away. Come home, vacuum, done, right? Hardwood floors, beautiful. What it, do you do, people? You set it and, and forget, forget it. it. That's Ronco. <laughs> Bron Popeil. Um, so, but the only problem is my 14-month-old knows how to turn it on now. He also knows how to grab it, so it whips him around, <laughs> throws him across the hardwood floor. Like, this is already bad. We have to stop this. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. But, again, get that Roomba, you know, brought to you by the fine people who also made the Woomba. The Woomba. Yeah. I mean, if you need a fresh, uh, you meet a new girl, you think this is going to be the one, you slip a Woomba in her. Mm-hmm. Cleans it all out. I don't want somebody's leftovers in there. Spider web. I'm not eating off some dirty salad plate. I'm cleaning the salad plate <laughs> before I toss that salad again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Throw a Woomba in, clean it all out, uh, go to work. Uh, Same thing. Just different. Yeah. <laughs> How you feeling, kid? Uh, uh, yeah. 57. 57,000 boys and girls. Thank you. We know you have lots of choices in your podcasting. And when you're cruising at this altitude, uh, we uh, love it when you fly the friendly skies with us. We um, we are non-licensed pilots of this cruise ship. And uh, who knows what could happen. So there's never going to be a safety safety belt light on. Uh, please feel free to get up and walk about the cabin at all times. And we encourage the mile high in public. So (laughs) please, please. Um, so yeah, getting back to beer, I think is what we were talking about. Fuck off. Ask me how many times we're going to do that. Um, I am drinking Pomona from, uh, Vanish Valley Brewing. Again, fucker. Ludlow, Massachusetts. Um, fucking delicious. Every time I go down there, had the chance to meet one of the owners. He was a real great guy. Uh, went to uh, the Student Prince local restaurant down here to a beer dinner. Uh, oh, again. Fe- featured yep. a lot of great local breweries, yep. and, and they were one of them. Sweet um, God, such good stuff around yeah. here. We're, we're too fucking spoiled. We really are. And um, I actually took a step back from it for a second because a good friend of mine my, uh, lives a- diagonally across the street from me. His name is Steve. His wife's son from her first marriage, he lives lives – across the street from Trillium in Boston. He walks there. I'm like, stop it. She's like, oh, yeah. So I finally met the kid, right? And I'm like, oh, my God. How is it living walking distance to Trillium? He's like, come look at my beer fridge (laughs) at his dad's house. Oh, my God. So he opens the beer fridge. Oh, my God. He's like, yeah, it's always like this. I love making friends like that. You know what I mean? I love making you live across the street from Trillium. Yay! I live less than an hour from Treehouse. Yay! Let's make this magic happen. Fifty other amazing breweries. What do you want to trade for? Well, look how well Bloomfield. um, Those guys there are back easted. If you go online this year at the Great American Beer Fest for 2017 in Boston, or no, where's the Great American? Is that in Colorado? Midwest, yeah, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, I think they brought home trophies. I think they brought home gold medals. Gold. Right? So, I mean, I don't That's know. That's way better than the other ones. Mer. Mer is the only one I have. Oh, yeah. Right. You can go double mer. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> don't take the Lord's name in vain, son. <laughs> Fuck Jesus. Uh, that too. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, they make. Uh, so, we have. You're, again, you're right. We are spoiled. These guys are local. They make incredible beers. There's. 
tons of breweries around us that make us spoiled and makes us sound like absolute fucking cunts. Hey. Beer cunt. But I'm we, changing it from beer snob to beer cunt. It has a, a lot better of a <laughs> ring to it. I'm a beer cunt. That's what I am. And the new segment with the beer cunts <laughs> going viral on YouTube. Here with us are James DePinto and Jonathan Varney. Um, uh, brought to you again by Your Beer Sucks, and the only beers that I like are the good ones. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are delicious. We have fun with it. We yeah. are spoiled. Yeah, we're assholes. We, uh, we're first world fucking crybabies when we don't get our way. I bought a... It's a hobby. I bought a Vanilla Valhalla on October 21st, 2016, mm. right? With my boy Jack. I think it was 45 bucks for the bottle. We split it. Put it over the fridge. Dated it and signed it. Hell yeah. Basically saying I'm not going to drink this beer without... So from the brewery, Vanilla Valhalla, the year aged it google that shit uh we need to open that yeah like it's been a year plus we need to we need to put the signal in the sky and so, and like call everybody to right i'm calling thursday out all right thursday at like six let's crack that bottle all right whatever it gives everyone more than enough notice put the bat signal out Boop. The team. Boop. I get to call it. <laughs> Assemble. <laughs> I get to call it. Hilarious. Yeah. <clears throat> been drinking a lot of good beers lately. And the reason why I've been drinking nothing but good beers lately is I'm at like 993. Ooh. Ooh. Seven fresh ones to hit that Gino. You're almost pushing <clears throat> triple digits. How long have you been on untapped? Uh, Jan 14. Wow. All right. Straight through. God damn. Never off, never took a break. God damn. Right. Never off, never took a break. So that's all I've been drinking lately is just stupidly good beers. Yeah. Oh, spoiling myself. And uh, so Homeboy's coming back this weekend from Trillium. I'm like, uh, I don't know what's going to get released this week, but I know that you're going to walk across the street and get me some. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the Fuck week it. is not over. Yeah, you got to wait until they drop something freaking tight. Yeah. Burpity burp burp that car. Uh, listen, so I had one tonight from Southern Tier, and I believe you've had it before too. It's cold pressed coffee pumpkin beer. Yes. Yeah. So I was put. I put it into my untapped today, and you and uh, Beer the Bill guy are the only other two that have had it before. Yeah, it was it was crazy weird. Did you have it on draft or did you have it on bottle? Don't remember. In a bottle. All right, so on draft, it's ridiculous. Really? Ridiculously oh. good. It tasted like um, a little bit of coffee, but more like a peanut butter cup. Like Ooh. a chocolate, but that beautiful peanut butter cup with a little bit of coffee. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, mercy. I looked at the uh, the CFO. I'm like, you want to you switch and spit? <laughs> You want to swish and spit? Oh, that's so mean. Yeah, she wants to kill me probably 95% of the time. That's why I keep putting seeds in her. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so let's keep putting seeds in her. Where are you going to go? There's another one in there. <laughs> so uh, You're going nowhere. Nowhere. So then I got the um, Robot Crush from Aeronaut, our Pilsner. Ooh. Yeah. All right. It's, I, I love Pilsners. It. I love Pilsners. And even though I've had it before, it's so rare. And I... I asked the girl, I was like, oh, you know, when did you tap this? She's like, we tapped it today. So a fresh keg of Pilsner, please pour that shit. And nice and cold. Please. And then what probably one of my favorite, I don't want to call it an underrated, but I think it's probably underappreciated at this point. IPA from Grace Ale, Captain's Daughter. Mm. 
Sweet mercy. That pineapple mango just... It's beautiful that it comes in 12-ounce cans, too. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of people doing that. A lot of people switching to the 16-ounce. No filter just went from the, from the 12 to the 16-ounces. Calling, again, those guys from uh, Backy's Brewing. Yep. They sure did. Uh, no, that's Thomas Thomas Hooker. That's what I meant to say. Thomas yep. Hooker. Yep. Thomas Hooker. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I did see that recently. I'm glad that Jigsaw Jazz is in a 12-ounce can, because that yep. comes in punches you in the fucking throat. Yeah. That kind of sneaks up on you. Yeah. That's, that's a fucking soul kicker right yeah. there. Fort Hill Brewing. Jeez, those boys. Shh, don't talk about it. We're not he's, supposed to talk about it. Why? Because they, uh, the episode before last, Kev was like, we don't really want to talk about it. Ooh, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> We're not telling anybody. Fort Jeez, Hill Brewing. Yeah. <laughs> They're beer cunts. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Super yep. beer cunts. Oh my God. Pierced. Pierced. <laughs> pierced beer, beer cunts. cunts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hashtag pierced beer cunts. Oh my God. That's beautiful. Wow. That made me that made me feel good about feeling good right Just there. making enemies all over the fucking place. <laughs> Why f- not? Eat your fucking face. Fuck you. Um Yeah. So this again, is, drinking amazing just, beers. This is just our outlet to uh <laughs> to talk trash. Uh, there's no there's an empty seat right next to me. I know. There's an empty microphone right next to me. We called a couple people out last uh last week all before the time. before life kind of got in the way and we've been Oh, we're a week all still behind. adults. Yeah. That's we're all, true. We're all still adults. We still all have uh, crazy lives and crazy schedules. But again, there's an empty seat, an empty microphone. I know. Put up or shut up. I know. That's uh that's calling all of you pieces of shit out there. <laughs> yeah, we're pieces of shit too cuz we should have probably planned this a whole lot better anyway. So Let's let's all be pieces of shit together. <laughs> I think is the moral of the story. Moral of the story. <laughs> all swimming in the same toilet. Um, yeah. Thank God for all of that. Um, yeah. And again, fuck. Life gets in the way, man. You know, you're you're trucking along and you hit a couple of fucking logs and you go face first and wow, big accidents. Yeah. I'm feeling good about feeling good though. All right. So. Um, I've been off since last Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday off. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> Birthday week. Crushing it, kid. Right here. Birthday week. Absolutely fucking crushing it. <laughs> uh, cleaning out the garage, opened the fridge, and there was a big baggie in the fridge that I forgot after the last time your, uh, your CFO came over. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. What time is it? 7.45. Yeah. Good enough. <laughs> Whoosh. Wasting away the moments that make up the dull day. Return waste the hours in an off-hand way. Just fucking cruising through life. Cruising through life. Garage looks great. Mm. I have to return something to you. Anyways, garage oh. looks great. Whoa. Can't wait for that shed to show up. So I can get all of that fucking adulting out of my garage, <laughs> get it somewhere else. Save it for child's play. Right. Jesus. I, I want to be able to fall down and not split my skull open. Jesus, right? All doing that something ad- stupid. Get all that adulting out of my garage. <laughs> Maybe put the all show. the beer stuff in there. Oh my God. Fuck yeah. So that's project. That's pro- <laughs> Thank you. So that's project on the to-do list this week as well, is I'm cleaning that spot downstairs when you go through the into my basement onto the unfinished side and where my, all my brewing equipment is right now. I'm yep. building a table there. Oh yeah. So I'm going to get all that up off the ground and everything all cleaned out. That's a goal for vacation. How adulting is that? Uh, one of your goals during your vacation is to clean the unfinished side of your basement. Fucking a man. 
I had a I had a nice long weekend a yeah. couple weeks ago, and that's what I did. You should see my downstairs, the unfinished side. You haven't been down there in a while. I cleaned everything up. I got everything up on pegboard. Feel good, right? Oh, my God, did it feel good. <laughs> like you wanted to rub parts <sighs> of your manhood. I kind of did. I hung an American flag. <laughs> I fucking sang to myself. <laughs> fucking America. I've got him hanging up all over the fucking garage, too. Jesus. Yeah. Do you see that nine-footer that I have? Yeah, you showed uh, oh. you showed me a couple of really nice flags. A couple that you that you bought at uh, antiquing, antiquing, yeah. yeah, at the Brimfield Fair. God damn, those are beautiful. The uh, the forty eight star is nine foot by five and a half foot. I'm gonna fucking drape that across the front porch. <laughs> Just fill the whole front porch. <laughs> Hi, everybody. America. America. <laughs> Stand outside with one baby, fat, pregnant. Just in case you forgot, you fucking liberals. Here's I am. <laughs> it's like it's like tattooing your last name across the back of your shoulders. The Just only, in case you forget. I've only met one kid in my entire life who did that that I was thoroughly impressed. And his last name was Griffin. Huge shoulders. Oh, yeah. Monster child, right? Monster child. So spelt out across his shoulders was Griffin. But each one of the letters, each one of the letters was like you opened a uh, nursery rhyme book and, you know, the first letter, the once upon a child or upon a child, once upon a time, mm-hmm. um, the O, that, you know, that beautiful drawn hand swirling or neat letter, mm-hmm. each gothic. one of them, gothic, each one of those spelt out his name across, huge, like that big across his shoulders, Damn. huge kid. And it did not hurt that he was absolutely batshit crazy oh well and underneath that he has a fucking full back tattoo of a griffin that's where i thought you were going with this so not only does he have his whole fucking name spelled out in these gorgeous ornate letters but off and that's the only two tattoos that he has you know if you have a badass last name and you can actually pull that off then yes i applaud you bat shit crazy loved the bolivian nose candy loved it (laughs) Right, what uncut. It, oh my god! I mean, immediately I seek him out because I can tell that he a doesn't make friends easily, and b he has a very short fuse. So and I want him on my side for all the fucking time. I'm making friends with that kid, <laughs> and people look at you. They're like, "That kid, why? Why do you want to be friends with him?" Because when all anything goes bad, hold my beer. <laughs> watch this shit, right? This kid's a nut job. You're yeah. gonna want to see this. I want to call out um, multiple nut jobs in my lifetime, and one of them that I love still to this day, and I'm uh, and I'm impressed by him, and he's a good friend. Is uh, his name is Jeff Thornton, and this kid right here, um, back in the day, I won't personally tell any stories because it's none of my business, <laughs> but I would love for him to be on this microphone one of these days and talk about this. You want to talk about absolute fucking nut jobs, like fist fight nut job like oh here we go so the last time we ran into each other in public drinking we're standing at the bar and he looks at me he goes i need to get away from you and i was like yeah why he says every time i'm around you in a bar we get in a fucking fight (laughs) (laughs) and uh he has a pair of leather gloves in his back pocket for what I'm not busting these hands up. He'll put gloves on these beautiful hands and start fucking ruining people. Just fuck. I'm like, yeah, we should get away from each other. Yeah. I have multiple. Another one. His name is Dustin Pennington. (laughs) You want to spell that out? Uh, He owns probably um, 
I don't probably owns a company that I sh- probably shouldn't be promoting after I tell him what a fucking lunatic he is. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I am going to have him come over and paint my bathroom. Dustin Pennington is going to come over and paint my bathroom. Where in Massachusetts? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's another one. And the best part is we've been friends well before I knew he was a lunatic. You know what I mean? So yeah. I knew him when he wasn't, he never showed any of those lunatic tendencies. See, that's a lunatic friend forever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So through you're with him, uh, you're always, you've always been with him. Right. You're like a poor dude that, <laughs> that gets a scholarship and then goes to the NFL and then like, you know, brings his homies with him, you know, the other way around, <laughs> the other way around. I look at it differently. I like to meet other people who are just as crazy as I am. Right. And I yeah, like, he's the NFL of crazy. Yeah. And I like to push him when certain things, when certain things happen, I like to antagonize it to maybe s- just see what unfolds. Right. Because yeah, fuck it. I got a couple hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One time my asshole brother, William cocksucker, and I can say that cause he's not here to defend himself. He fucking, we're following him on our motorcycles and he does like, 47 and a 25 and we're following him. We have no idea where we're going, but he knows where we're going. He blows by the parked cop at 47 and a 25 cop immediately pulls out points at all of us lights on right. Pull over of the group of us that pulled over Dustin being with me. None of us should have been pulled over. Right. (laughs) None of us. True. Right. And he takes off and leaves us. Oh Yeah. He runs the fucking cop out and then takes off on us and leaves us. Wow. I looked at the cop with such vigor and fury. And I looked at him and said, there's no fucking way you can tell me. You can tell me how fast I was going or how fast he was going. Numbers just went off. You have to assign those numbers to one of us. And they're going to be four different numbers. How do you know which one is mine? And if he was doing 53 and I was, and I was doing 47 and now he's twice the post the speed limit, but I wasn't twice the post. And my buddy's like, shut the fuck up. And I'm arguing with the cop on the fucking side of the street. Shut the fuck up. I was like, all right. So he takes all of our licenses, goes back to the car. He's running all of our driver's licenses. I immediately call the CFO. I'm like, well, two things are going to happen. One, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. And two, when I see Billy, I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of him. She's like, okay. Or both. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Let's calm down. I'm like, no, this motherfucker is going to get me arrested today. So the next time that I see him, I'm going to beat the fucking... Um, she's calm down. It's always the guiding light in my life. Mm-hmm. Every time she is my go-to, she, you know, she's my bestie. I shit's crazy. I call her and she just immediately talks me down. That's why she's the CFO. Anytime we're out and about and something crazy happens, I turn to look at her. I go, this shit never happens when you're not around. Because if a company did not have an amazing CFO, mm. they would have a 14 foot tall dragon statue fountain <laughs> in the fucking lobby. Spitting fire. <laughs> as guests walked in. Maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe we don't buy that 14 foot dragon that scalds fuck and names. Fuck you. Don't judge my dragon. <laughs> right. So love me some uh, batshit crazy friends. I have a lot of them who have great stories and I'd love for them to sit in the chair and tell some of these stories. They will. We love stories. I want to get who, do, who the, you know, and it's, and it's the personal ones that you can always relate to. Right. You know, 
And, oh, we have uh, so much it's, in common. It's, it's always insane. the fucking, but it's always the crazy friend that you bring over. I don't know what you're looking for. It's always the crazy friend that you bring over that can always invoke that that fucking, that memory, that emotion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, my God, I was fucking there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the time that? And you're yep. like, no. Oh, my God, no, I do no. remember. Yeah. I, I mean, it's amazing what you, uh, again, talk to somebody who witnesses the exact same crime, uh, somebody who watches the exact same event unfold, but they watch it from two different vantage points. The story is completely different to them. Mm -hmm. They're telling the same story, but it happens completely different in each other's eyes. So there's stories that I remember because I was there and I'll never forget them for as long as I live because of how like impactful it was on me. And I was at other events that weren't that impactful on me, but were impactful to somebody else. And when I saw them, I see that person again and they say to me, Oh my gosh, do you remember that time that you and I were together and this happened? Nope. And they tell me the story. Oh my God, I do remember. They tell me what happened to them and I didn't even they were with me and I didn't see what happened to them. They tell me what, and I'm like, oh, and then it's so much more memorable to them. And I'm like, holy crap, vantage point, viewpoint. Yeah. Where you were in the situation might not have been that important to the storyline, but on somebody else's storyline. Yeah. So I love those stories. I love people who are passionate about telling those stories too. Yeah. Um, Cause it, it, it makes, you know, you, you, it brings you there, but you know how long it takes to get some of those stories out of people. Cause they've happened to people, like a salesman, for instance, pick any salesman that you're friends with. Mm -hmm. Once you get past the layers and layers of salesmen down to the real human being that they are. Yeah. Right? Not like, the soulless fucking Jesus, walking right? corpse. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit salesman. Right? How about this beautiful $30,000 coffin? <laughs> They're going to love it. <laughs> Yeah. so comfortable yeah you could just fall asleep in there why don't you climb in <laughs> see what it feels like see what it feels like you'll never know what it actually feels like to climb into a coffin while you're dead so give it a whirl <laughs> give it a whirl he says why not uh yeah no definitely calling out all those people i mean we fucking love telling stories we love hearing stories you are yeah. the you are the fucking king of stories well i was taught by the best and i've kissed the blarney stone twice twice do you know the story of kissing the blarney stone and what it happens it gives man the gift of gab so my my wife looks at me and she goes did your brother make out with the blarney stone <laughs> did he like open mouth kiss it i'm like you knew him don't you think he open mouth kissed it <laughs> he I'm got like, in there oh, he might have even gotten a finger <laughs> i'm just saying he, he found not. a crack or a crevice he found something <laughs> he did not keep his hands and fingers inside the ride oh at all God. the time he did not wash his hands after either. God, he's a dirty motherfucker. Yes. I never got the chance to meet him. Yeah, well, sort of, because you're sitting right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, though he was five times worse than me. I can only fucking imagine. Yeah, oh, God, the man was an absolute. Um, when you've seen the son of the devil. Yeah, <laughs> he was an absolute uh, like comet. Just it was an, it was insane. It was absolutely insane. Um, you want to go science? Yeah. The good thing about science is that it's true whether or not you believe in it. All right. So NASA, did you love science? Did you read anything of this article lately? I just ran across it. NASA talks about um, us having a second moon. No. Come on. I've heard of the the whole extra planet in the solar system. I don't know if that's what you're talking about. Oh no, that's an interesting one too. I do. Um, I do remember something about that. Could you? 
Uh, Brighten me up. I can do it a little bit, but not to any like real degree. So they've they've through um, measuring gravitational waves and you know how we rotate around the sun uh, for a long, long time. They have been thinking that there is another planet that orbits the solar system at a really wide arc, and so it only comes around um, to you know very close to the limit by which we could ever um, reach out to with telescopes or anything like that at the moment. Um, so, you know, they can't visualize it. They don't know how long it takes to come around, but they think it's there. So whether it's true or any of it's fault, we'll never really know because, I mean, NASA can tell us anything they want to tell us and we just believe it because there's, there's nobody to like back up Pluto's not a planet <laughs> you know wait fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson well I know but I've heard him explain it and it does I guess from it the makes time sense. that it's like it never was a planet that's <laughs> that's the trick so you see what I did <laughs> so by the time Pluto you're too was, stupid to understand it <laughs> so by the time Pluto was discovered as a planet to the time they denounced it being a planet it still hadn't made one full revolution Back around around the sun. Think about that. Jesus. Right? It's just a big ice ball. A really big fucking ice ball. Well, I think and like my uh, oldest seed made the statement of wouldn't it become a moon to like the next closest planet at that point with just a offset, um, a different angle to its orbit? We Hmm. just don't understand it because it bisects the the path. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I'd have to do some more reading on that. Anyways, I'm always that just... That was a lot of science. Yeah, right. Well, that's what he does to me, too. Bastard. That's smart he fucking dr- kid. Yep, he throws some big... And it makes you stop and Google and think and research. Junior member. Oh, yeah. It's going to make us look good. Hey, absolutely. going to add a degree to the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> like like a respectable one. <laughs> like a page dizzle. Yeah. Doctor. Um, actually, yeah, doctor. I think Sandman might get there first. He's another fucking crazy asshole. Yeah. Well, exactly. Putting in the work, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all absolutely. the kid knows, putting in work. He does. He puts in a lot of work, and, I, and I'm proud of him for it, and I never want him to lose sight of how important it is. And and it doesn't matter when you start putting in the work, boys and girls, but as long as you're working hard, you're going to feel better about it. You're going to do better about it. You know what I mean? Like, yep. just put in the hard work. Look good, feel good. Look good, feel good. Look Monday, good. run day. You know? So stuff like that is not for... Um, not for not. It's not for everybody else. For me, it's for me. Like when I think about those things, it's like, you know what? Just fucking put in 20 minutes and work out, go nuts and, and remind yourself like nobody's going to do it for you. Shut up and do it. I've been seeing the posts. Run, run, run. Do just fucking work. I'm going to put in work for like the next three weeks every day. Cause <clears throat> twofold one, I want to start a trend on myself. So if I can inspire myself to do it more, right. <clears throat> then I'm going to see what a year brings to me. Right. Yeah. Put a year as a goal. And it's snowboarding season right around the corner. So <laughs> dad got that season pass, dog. Dad got that season pass. Gonna get the most of it. Please. I'm gonna be 41 years old, right? In two Fuck days. Yeah. So I'm competing with my nephew who's not 41. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's much younger than that. So I wanna keep up with these kids who just have endless amount of strength and they don't realize that like when 30 is right around the corner, you just so you're gonna you wanna kill yourself after 30. And I, I know you <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's not that bad. Come no, I'm, on. I'm just fucking with you. It's not that bad. <laughs> Dude, for freaking 41 years old, though, 
you are no fucking slouch. I don't know how the fuck you have so much energy and what uh, I don't know what lines you blow in your sleep. <laughs> you must fucking wake up, sleepwalk, do a couple lines, go back to bed, because when you wake up and you hit the floor, you're fucking gone. Going, right? Going. And one of the best things, too, in conjunction with going snowboarding, like the first time that I'm going snowboarding, I usually wake up about 10 of 6 because I want to be in the car for 630 because I want to be on the mountain when it opens for 9. So I'm dressed and ready to go by 830. So I drive the two hours to get there like Christmas morning, right? I hit the floor, like, let's go. <laughs> and there's a lot of people who want to party with me the night before and then still think that they can't get up at 10 minutes to six in the morning to go snowboarding. I'll make sure you get up at 10 minutes <laughs> to six to go snowboarding. We're going to party, boy. Hell yeah. I already have the cooler in the car with beers. We're cracking our first beer at nine o'clock in the morning. Why? Because I'm going to snowboard for the next five hours and drink beers while I'm snowboarding. And it's a hell of a fucking workout. Jesus, right? Just we get to the top and we pick a spot in the woods and we dig a hole and we stick our beers in the snow and we cover it up. That's where our beers are. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back, boys and girls. <laughs> you, one of the best things to do is Dang. if there's enough snow, you go into the woods and bury them in the woods so you can piss. <laughs> Genius. Is do you like melt the snow around it? Is it like buried treasure? Ooh, like, I don't generally piss on my beer before I drink it. <laughs> you fucking lunatic. But it's snow. You just wash it back off. <laughs> I don't know what universe you live in. Just not in the but, yellow one. But dirty snow in the woods to clean off my piss-soaked beer is not how I'm thinking I want to spend the afternoon. <laughs> fucking weirdo. <laughs> What's the matter with you? I, uh, I don't know. That sounded fucking logical when it went through my head. So, um, yeah, I'm... I'm just trying to get strong again. Not anything else. Just feel good about feeling good and get strong again. Um, I'm in love with my foam roller. I talk to it. Fuck yeah. I talk to it. My wife's in the other room. Who are you talking to? Are you talking to me? No, honey. I'm talking to the foam roller. <laughs> I love you. Oh, I'm getting so deep in me. Oh. You touch me in ways she never can. No, she can, but she walks on my back. Oof. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. So I lay in bed, pillow underneath my rib cage, and she... Jumps up there, 117 pounds of her, <laughs> and she is a ballet. It's like a wet roll of well, paper she towels. A, she, she was a ballet dancer, so she she does this thing where she jumps up up on her toes. <laughs> oh, God. At one point, I'm trying to meditate to remind myself that there's 117 pounds standing on my lungs and I can't breathe, but it's okay. It feels good. <laughs> I'm meditating through it. I can hold my breath longer than she can stand at her toes and drive the knots in my shoulders. But at the same time, she's crushing my ribs. I love it. It feels so good. You like to be brought right to the brink of death. Oh my God. Right. That's when you come. If I, if I, and it it feels good. If we could do this on a massage table with a hole cut out right here, please. (laughs) I'm going to need that. uh, I'm going to need that baby oil right there. (laughs) And in uh, oh. a mirror, so I can see myself. <laughs> I want to look at yeah. her. You yes. got to look at her yes. dirt in the mirror yes. while you're doing yes. that. There you go. Exactly. Don't All break eye contact. <laughs> break harder. Harder. <laughs> I do. Harder. Yeah. Thank you. It's been Thank a long you. time since we've laughed like this. Yes. Life sucks sometimes. Ah, uh, like we said, life gets in the way. But man, when you find when you find the time to to sit down and relax and and share a couple stories <sighs> or something. 
just like this. Right. Stop. The human interaction when you actually sit across face to face from somebody and you're not glued to the plastic idiot box in your hand. Right. Aside from these big blue cocks we're talking into. I love this big soft blue cock I'm talking into. Um, it's nice to face to face. I love face to face time. I love being able to catch up with people, even if it's just a cup of coffee. Yeah. I mean, beers makes it a lot easier. You know, the bird feeder on the other hand oh. makes it a whole lot easier. A lot of time spent on the bird feeder. Sweet mother of God. You fucked with squirrels, Morty. Things that your wife was high on last time I saw her. She was talking about that South Park video game. Which she's playing tonight. Currently, as I walked in the door. Fuck yeah. I could have said anything I wanted to her, and she completely ignored and didn't even think to answer me. No. no. She's fucking enthralled. zoned in. Yeah, enthralled. There's not, many, there's not many games that she likes. She likes a certain genre and a certain gameplay style of game. Almost like the, you know... Um, old school final fantasy like turn yeah. turn based attack yeah. kind of that's her favorite genre so she she get she digs into that and especially that south park you know <laughs> fucking made one of those games she fucking lost her mind she owns every season nerd yes such a fucking nerd fucking video games and yeah well i told her straight up man what's up with that twitch channel why are you not streaming this through the twitch I know. What an idiot. Come on. Well, she doesn't like that shit. I did her. show her. I I did show her Twitch the other day, and she did not ridicule it. She actually thought it was pretty cool. So I think I might It's. Uh, I think I might win this one. We might a, have her on the Twitch channel playing that game. Thank you. So yeah, thank I did you. some work. We're gonna, <laughs> you need to drive that nail home, all right? <laughs> Stop being a 10-penny. Oh, I will. Be, <laughs> running start. Be a 16-ouncer. <laughs> drive that bitch home. No, a lot of video gaming in this household lately. <laughs> I've been I've been cranking out the video games myself, nice. trying to get this uh, trying to get this rig going. First night recording on the desktop PC. Nice. I uh, I I dusted that bitch off, yeah. and I'm I'm putting a little spruce into yeah? it. Yeah, this will be the main podcasting machine from now on. Kicking ass and taking names with it. Recording in the new in the new office in the studio. Office. Yeah, I'm, I'm I have I have great vision for it. Potential. Yeah, it's got incredible potential. Potential. Yeah. I did a fair amount of we cleaning to get, to get it to where it is now. <laughs> we need to get full <laughs> approval on total ownership of the room. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's what we have to get that almost in writing. Oh my God. It's going to be amazing in yes. here. Yes. Yes. It's yeah. going to be amazing in here. Yes. But yeah. Yes. How I, uh, much can we chip in to split a used sex doll? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, even if Ron Jeremy was using it, I don't care. Has it? Did he wash it before he shipped it? Doesn't matter. I'm going to wash it when it gets here anyways. Yeah, Whether he says should, he washed it or not. That should garner some kind of a discount, right? Or if you left DNA in it, probably worth more. couple of bruises. I'll take a few bucks off. Sorry. My sex doll cries for some reason. <laughs> That's her in the fetal position yeah. in the corner. That's where I keep her. So never mind. We're not buying one of those. Um, pinball machine, that's out. Oh, we yeah. Well, we have the mini fridge to go in here. All right. All right. I like um, the idea of that. We have plenty of storage off to the to the side there. Yeah. There's some great accoutrements. Right? <laughs> over here. I put, um, I put all of the, uh, I put, put all of the apparatuses. I like apparati, it. Apparati. Apparatuses. I apparati. think you can use whatever you want and everyone will know exactly what you're talking about. All right. Uh, I like apparati. <laughs> Apparati Same is. team. All the apparati yeah. are, are over there. <laughs> How many times um, can we say it? 
Don't say more. I uh, I attended Bellator 185 the other day. Holy shnikes. Down there in the uh, old uh, Indian tribe. Not the ducka 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 Indians, but the higher, higher, higher Indians. (laughs) That's the one. That's the one. In case you were wondering. Yeah. Mohegan Sun. Yes. Yeah, which is yeah. my favorite of the two. Yes. It is quite nice. Except the uh, the lady loves that fucking giant bingo oh. at Foxwoods. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Dude. That's it's what, one of the biggest in the country. I know. But if you took a general consensus of the room, the average age of the white female in that room. Oh, is it's up there. 72. The fucking 70 and your wife's like, let's go. I've got my troll and my stamper. Dude, the amount of blue hairs in that fucking joint (laughs) smoking Virginia slims like they're going out of style. How do you get an 83 year old woman to yell? Fuck. (laughs) Yell bingo. (laughs) Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're vicious. So they you, are vicious. You enjoyed that Bellator, did you? I did. Do you remember any of who was on the main card? I remembered the end <laughs> because at that point, some stuff like wore off. Wore off. He like, said, "Wear it off." Wear it off. It done wear it off. <laughs> Damn, weird. It yep, wear it, it did. Off. It wear it off. There yep. you go, Jimmy. But it was a it was a phenomenal card. It was a good card. Yeah, it was a good card. Uh, some phenomenal female fights, um, which off the top of my head I could not recite. the Do fighters. you remember which Bellator number it was? One fifty. One eighty five. One eighty five. Okay. Yeah, one eighty five. They handed out those uh, crazy Royce Gracie bobbleheads to Royce the first Gra- five thousand people through the oh, door. Oh, you got a bobblehead. Uh, his, I want to say nephew or grandnephew or some family member. Gracie. Uh, Gracie fought in the main in um, I want to say the co-main event. Do you know the history of like the Gracies and who were actually Gracies and no one married into being Gracies? Like there is some sort of story behind that too. Really? Yep. So to be able to uh, have a direct lineage back to like, you know, and to teach from that name forward. There's, I think there's breaks in the Gracie's where they're not actually blood just by name. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. So I think there's something about that. I would have to look that up. Don't quote me. All right. But there, the Gracie name holds a lot of weight and it is a ton of weight. Yeah. A ton of weight. And I was just rewatching UFC four where big John was still big John, but like, skinny yeah and he uh he was in between um gracie and uh, i always want to say it's dan henderson but it's not whatever his don name fry was it don fry it might have been don fry something like that that sounds about right gracie eventually takes him to the ground and triangle chokes him out Oof. Yep. and his full gi badass well, motherfucker right no rules no rules no. i'm going in full gi People could wear wrestling shoes. I remember Tank Abbott used to wear wrestling shoes. Tank Abbott, what a great guy, because at one point, he's essentially just a bar brawler. Yeah. He just gets hammered and beats dudes up in bars. And then this happens? He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I could take a punch like it's nobody's business. He was a big motherfucker. And he thought he could dole out some. So he fought some kids who have never really been beaten up before. And that's what he did. He beat them up. But he didn't not want. One red cent of that fucking Brazilian jiu-jitsu. No, he wanted nothing to do with going to the ground. As soon as those fucking cats entered that cage and started throwing leg kicks, started taking people down and fucking submitting them, the game fucking changed. Now, we had a long conversation at one point about 
um, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu kids have lineage. So you, you look at who's taught you and who taught them, and you look back at it like that. Wrestling has that too. Mm-hmm. So American collegiate, I have friends who are wrestled at Duke, friends who wrestled at North Carolina, friends who wrestled at um, the uh, oh at a West Point. So I've had friends who've wrestled at you know top level of wrestling, and from kids who've learned to wrestle, when they learn to transition to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, their Jiu Jitsu is just completely different. You really? can almost see them coming. They they um they ransack you first for being on top because most of them don't like fighting off their back, but they still have good jujitsu. Mm-hmm. But they want to ransack you from the top. But they once they learn that it's okay to fight off of their back and they learn that, you know, you look at some of the best collegiate wrestlers who went into like, for instance, any top level, whether it was Bellator or Pride or the UFC or um, any fighting level. American wrestlers who learn jiu-jitsu are fantastic. Now, Muay Thai kids <laughs> <laughs> who learn jiu-jitsu are a whole nother fucking level because wrestling kids have strength and gas and heart for days. Mm-hmm. Muay Thai kids kick trees down. And have cardio. For days, son. Dude. For d- and they throw awkward punches. Yep. And they throw kicks from awkward angles. But they learn... They learn really early how to put a lot of force into the pivot of the hip to throw those crazy fucking kicks. Right. So they're coming from a whole nother vantage point into into learning this whole new style. You're absolutely right. Just like I mean, Donnie, he went from karate to right. jujitsu. Yeah, he well, the crazy part about Donnie is he went from karate as a black belt and started teaching himself jujitsu because there was nobody around for him to go to school to learn jujitsu from and got, and eventually got a black belt in that too. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's do it. (laughs) So (laughs) the kid holds two black belts and then, then that goes back to lineage who gave you your black belt. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people want to argue that like who gave you your black belt? Like if you went to this, you know, one of these chain karate places that pops up, um, who's the black belt in there and where, what is his lineage? Who mm-hmm. cares? Where'd he come from? Right, who cares? But if you learn Muay Thai, the lineage is so easy to trace. It's like two steps and you're back in fucking Thailand. Yeah, but if, yeah, I, that's that's true. Yeah. I was just going to say, if you really want to learn Muay Thai, you actually have to go there. They have package deals where after your flight, so after you pay for your round trip airfare, it's like 1100 bucks or 1500 bucks, and you live there for a month. Yeah. And they feed you and house you, but they feed you and house you just a little bit above what it would be like to be a prisoner. <laughs> but you train like a lunatic the whole time you're there and they're feeding you and they're going to guarantee you fights against fighters who are at your level, if not better than you. So they're going to guarantee you that you're going to have professional fights while you're over there against the best of the best. Well, no, not against the best of the best no. against, against guys who are at least at your level, if not better. But they're much better than you, no matter well, yeah. what, right? They've so, lived around it for so long. Oh man, that's all they do is train. But to find something at that level here in the U.S. doesn't exist. But when you watch the top level Muay Thai fighters, because I have a brother who's like, you need to watch these videos, and he square like he squares me up and sits me down, and I watch these fighters, and he's like, can you imagine if this guy decided he wanted to come to the UFC at whatever weight class? He wouldn't need to learn. He would need to learn basic ground defense. That's it. Basic ground defense. Shit. Yep. He just needs to learn how to stuff you. 
because the kicks that he throws and the punches that he throws and his clinch game is disgusting. His Muay Thai knees from the inside, his clinch, it's like Anderson Silva would be like, nope, no thank you. I would like nothing to do with that, please. <laughs> right? So imagine those guys come over. But we don't know about enough of that because we're inundated with Major League Baseball and the NBA and yeah. the NHL and the NFL and MLS. And but with Olympics, Winter Olympics. But with streaming and everything else. It still doesn't see the coverage that gets enough Americans to watch it. But we're they're getting there. Yeah, you're they're probably. getting there. With the with the UFC coming in. Um, being a huge contender now, signing with Fox and Reebok, um, they are getting so much coverage. They, they have their own fucking shows on FS1 and Fox Sports, and I mean, it's it's opening up doors uh, because at the same time they launched their own streaming service. So now you get inundated with with the UFC, right. and then you find out that they have UFC Fight Pass. And then you can find out that through UFC Fight Pass, you can fucking watch shit tons of fucking videos. Uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day talk about it. He was talking to Greg Fitzsimmons um, about um, UFC Fight Pass. And then I was watching his uh, fight companion today that he did the other day on Saturday for the UFC event. And he was talking about how uh, he was watching um, fucking Pancrase. <gasps> Yeah, old school boss rooting. Yeah. El Guapo yeah. against, Ken, uh, not Ken Shamrock, Frank Shamrock Ooh. back in those days. So there's shit tons of, of content, and it's just going to get crazier and crazier as they get more popular. Agreed. I, I, I don't know if we have a. Um, I think the UFC has a great audience, and I think Bellator has a great audience. I don't think that, and boxing only really still exists, I think, because of it has a heritage in our society yeah. and has a part to do with our history as a country. But I don't think we have enough to notch out um, mainstream, another level of mixed martial arts or, or fighting or anything like that. And the reason why I say that is when I look at soccer in Europe, it is beyond dominant, massive. Mm -hmm. We have massively good soccer teams here in the U.S. Doesn't get nearly the coverage because it doesn't have nearly the passion for the people. People are passionate about football in this country first. College football probably second. We invented it. Right, baseball. They love it. Right, so... They love shit that was... That's American. Oh, they, well, God, the NFL is brilliant. I mean, it's a it's trillions of dollars. Their marketing is genius. The Budweiser commercials on the Super Bowl, oh, the yeah. Super Bowl, the the fact that they people dish out millions upon millions right. to to do commercials during right. the Super Bowl. Right. So it's genius. It's a genius marketing ploy. One and night a year. Yeah, it's, it's it's like another holiday. Jesus. There's actually a movement out there right now to get people who want them to move the Super Bowl from Super Bowl Sunday to Super Bowl Saturday so they can have Sunday to recover. Oh, wow. Because a lot of places are like, if you call out on Monday, <laughs> don't come in for the rest of the week. Don't think I don't know what, what today is yeah. or what Sunday is. Exactly. You're pretty good all over social yeah. media, you know. Your team, us. I hate those people. I hate that shit. We. Look at this. 50 we're in the Super Bowl. We. We shit. <laughs> Well, listen, it's the fans that support the team that those guys need us supporting them so, like, we're connected. And, like, that's why I say we, because they'd be nothing without the fans. Oh, no, they'd be rich. 
They'd be rich, you fucking cunt. They'd be rich without you. Whether you fucking turned it on or not, they're still going to be rich. If there's no Someone's going to be watching. There's no weed. Someone's going to be watching. You're not on the team. <laughs> Mother of God. Um, well, if you're the only people that could actually get away with that are the Green Bay Packers. Because their fans own them. Yeah. Sandman owns stock in his team. There you go. Team. So you can never say it to him. He, no, thank you, you. He has to say we. Yeah, he has. He, you has to? Yeah. Huh. It is. It technic, It is yeah, we. We. we all, I own the shit. He would be wrong if he said otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> you said it so seriously, too. I, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this, but this is how I do. Wow. So, so straight to the point. Well, good for you. Fuck yeah. Thank you. So just helping, um, helping out a friend. Um. And again, look at fantasy football. Look what that turned into oh, into this God. country. Look at the look millions the sports of dollars betting. now with draft kings yeah, draft and all that kings. other shit. I mean, fantasy fucking sports. Like we were talking about this before. We love fantasy. We love all kinds of things where we get to imagine whether it's video games or board I, games or I love hockey. fantasy too. I love I li- fantasy. I like to pretend I'm an play. orc, like a naked orc that <laughs> comes out of the woods. And I'm gonna ask you to stop talking. Finds a fair maiden. Don't throw up. <laughs> Gotta bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta need an old priest <laughs> and, and a, a young, young priest. priest. It's so disgusting. Don't Fucking ever talk about you being a naked orc ever again. Love fantasy. Ever mystical forest. Ever. <laughs> ever. The best is when you have a really erotic dream. You wake up with a hard on. You're like, hey, <laughs> I know you weren't part of making this hard on, but I need to put it somewhere. <laughs> And then she says no. no. And you have to jab it into uh, the side of her leg for like a half an hour. Just keep poking at her. <laughs> She's going to give in eventually. No, I just jerk off on her. <laughs> just kneel right next to her and just start pounding. You asked for this. I asked if I could touch her, too. Just let me put my finger on it. I'll bang you out. Make you finish faster. Whatever you want. Go ahead. <laughs> could I put my hand on your face? <laughs> Do you mind if I put a little body weight on it, too? Just like 25%. <laughs> 25%. It's going to be mostly satchel over your eyes. They're called German goggles. <laughs> Wait, I got a rhythm going. Don't break my rhythm. Uh, yeah, that's awful. Thank God they'll never awful. listen to this. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. That's beautiful. Yes. They'll never hear this. That's uh, the best part of it all. The, the best part that I ever did was annoy the fuck out of her so much that she doesn't want to listen to a recording of me. Right? Yeah. Right? Say whatever you want because she's never going to listen to it. Fucking A. Bitches. That is my goal, though. Like, <laughs> it's my goal. You play the long game. I always knew I would have a podcast. <laughs> always. I play the long game. Yeah, it's very Red Reddington of you. <laughs> <laughs> the long con. Yeah, the long con. I enjoyed it. Good yep. job. Well played. Look what you made us do. Fuck. Look at us right now. Where Tangent. Are you, where are you right now? <laughs> yeah. So um, another thing I wanted to talk to you about, I, this article popped up on today and, and I just started reading it. And let me just start reading the article from the beginning and the title and go straight through. And you jump in whenever you're ready. Here we yeah. go. Gun sold and buyback program found near dead suspect in a police shooting. Really? <laughs> William Stewart Boyd traded in his father's old 38 caliber Smith & Wesson snub nose for less than $100 in a gun buyback pro- program in 2004. It was supposed to be destroyed, but somehow the same handgun with the same serial number was found next to a dead body involved in a police shooting eight years later. 
Boyd, a judge in in Cook County, had taken the handgun. <laughs> it's a judge. Wow. Taken the handgun to the Southside Church in Chicago, Illinois, where he handed it over to a pair of plain-closed officers with badges on their belts. I'm doing the right thing, he said in an interview with Chicago Sun-Times, and in the process, somehow didn't <laughs> do what they were supposed to do. That calls into question the process. What's happening after we turn in these weapons? So A th- lot of things are fucking happening. When there's one that you've turned into plainclothes officers, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to need me a dirty burner. Let me just sneak this into my sock. So the next time I got to waste a bitch, I'm just going to... Wa- Pop a couple shots off, make sure it was in his hand when he did it. Gunpowder residue, blowbacks on his hands. He shot at me first. My partner, right? He shot at me first. You think it's that devious? Oh, mother of God. A gun turned in 2004 by a judge was just found laying next to a body. No matter what happened, he was told the gun was going to be destroyed. True. Apparently, somebody forgot to destroy that one. Well. How many other ones did they forget to destroy? Of course. How, how, so I have firsthand knowledge of, I'll, I'll play the, uh, I'll play this route. I have firsthand knowledge. A friend of mine, uh, when, when I first met him, I started working where we're working now. Um, and he didn't have his license to carry yet. And, uh, his grandfather had left, um, you know, a decent sized gun collection when he had passed away which were being taken care of by one of his uncles, but they were left to the kids. So he decides that he's finally going to get his license to carry. He enlists my help. I give him a few pointers. I tell him where to go, gets everything done. Issues with his uncle, the police seized all of the weapons at a door to door. Um, there were officers going door to door, according to him and asking if they had any weapons or something like that in the house, or he let loose that he had weapons in the house and they came in and he had an expired license and they took all of the guns. Now, if the guns are in your home and they're locked up, what's the difference? He, he, as soon as he said that he had weapons in the house, they, he must've got scared because they said we need to come in and it was a snowball. He just didn't understand. No, you know, no, I have nightmares about that stuff. So he went through, my friend went through hoops to get these guns back. Um, because I mean, if you think about how many weapons and this goes for one of those buyback programs too, they have hundreds of people coming out and turning in their weapons, right? you know? They can't store all of those weapons. They have what they call government contracted storage facilities where they keep these weapons, at least in this state. I don't know about other states, but I'm assuming it's the same. Well, way. I mean, all you can speak to is what you can speak to. Right. All right. Um, but we have government contracted, which means that they are government. You know, they hold government property, but they're technically private companies that are contracted to do this storage. Okay. Um, my friend went through hoops to get these guns back and they knowingly, okay, gave him someone else's firearms. Get the fuck out of here. I shit you not. Get the fuck out of here. They, he got his firearms back and he compared it to the list that his uncle had given him when they were taken away. 
and they had there were still tags with other people's names on them and at least one of the guns. So what did he do with them? That's up to him. Uh he has them. <laughs> That's up to him. He has them. But does he have documentation that they gave him those guns with those serial numbers? He I'd has, want a hand receipt he, with somebody's signature. He on. has something written from his uncle saying what was taken. You know, he had a list of guns from his grandfather that he wrote down. And but the the thing is there he had a couple of guns in there that they had given him that were just clearly there's no way he knew his grandfather did not have those guns. Gotcha. And then there was at least one that still had a tag with the wrong Mm. fucking numbers and Mm. name on it. (laughs) And so like. To say that it can be that deceitful, it surely fucking can. But if you have like just this scenario, you can play that out a hundred times in your head. It goes to the wrong person. It ends up back out on the street one way or another. Not saying that the person picking them up was deceitful, but you know it could find their way back into someone else's hands. And then you have one of these situations. How the fuck did that gun get all the way into the hands of a dead body Uh, in 12 years. Yeah. 12 years later. That's, that's a long time for that gun to um, have gone through a buyback program. So one, if I owned a firearm and I was turning it into a program and you got a hand receipt for it, documenting serial numbers that got turned in, I believe I have the right to know if that gun ever goes missing. I think that I have the right to say, you want to have a buyback program? Perfect. You want to trade it in with no, no questions asked is basically what they're saying. Trade mm-hmm. in this firearm, no questions asked. Okay, I want a hand receipt for that because I don't want that thing coming back to me eventually. And this one came back to a judge. Yeah. A judge. So. That's bad. That's not good. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> it's not no matter what way you cut no, it. No, it's not good. But at the same time, it's like it, it makes sense because for the cops to store these in a facility until they have the means to actually destroy them. Come on. It's not like they're giving fucking a detective fuckface and uh co-detective fuckwad sitting out there with a fucking hand drill and a hacksaw no, and destroying no. these things. Stop it. They Stop have it. to they this have to the send them somewhere to be destroyed. They're not out in the fucking field burning marijuana. I don't know where you went with that, but it felt so good when you said <laughs> it. I told the whole you town to, gets high. I don't want you to use that word anymore. Um, I'm sorry, cannabis. Thank you. So talking to friends and talking to people, like I have a friend who's from Detroit and he moved out here to the East Coast and he laughed one day and he called his mother. He was in college during his undergrad and he's like, Ma, these guys put bullet hole stickers on their trucks. And his mom started laughing. She's like, what? He goes, they put stickers on their trucks and make like their trucks been shot with bullet holes. He's like, I'm from Detroit. Just park your car somewhere. Eventually someone will put real fucking bullet holes in it for you. (laughs) You can drive around like a real badass with real bullet holes. He's like, I thought it was the craziest shit. So he wanted to talk about somebody who lived in a not so good city, whatever, you know, harsher environment than you're living in. He's like, you can buy a handgun on the street for like a hundred bucks. You can buy a really good one on the street for like 300 bucks. No questions asked. 300 bucks cash. Someone will find a nice handgun for you. I was like, that's insane. That's the kind of shit that's going on in Chicago. That's the kind of shit that goes on in Detroit. That's the kind of shit that goes on in um, Baltimore, Maryland. 
if you took those cities out of the United States, we'd be like the 13th or 12th safest country in the world to live in. Shit. Right? But then you add those cities back in, and we're like 57th. Bottom of the list. <laughs> right? Just pull them bitches out. Democratically run, democratically controlled plantations. That's what they are. They're plantations that the Democrats own. Right? Jesus. And listening to really smart people talk about it, they explain it much better than I could. Basically say that there's no difference between these cities and plantations. And there's seven points that make a plantation a plantation, and the exact same seven points overlap these democratically run cities that have massive gun problems in them. Massive gun problems in them. And they have the tightest gun control laws. So when a an event happens where guns are involved and everyone freaks out again and they want to make more rules tighter. It's like, wait a minute. You're not even enforcing the ones you have and you want to make them tighter. Think about the statement that you're saying. And they're thinking that the more guns, no matter what they are, that they get off the street, it's going to make it fucking better. Let's, let's cloud up the system so badly. We, cause we can't take away your second amendment, right? So we're just going to make it harder and harder and harder and more difficult to understand the for laws. you to be able to buy a gun. Right. Well, if I already have them. I don't really don't and care. You, and it's such a hostile environment. A lot of those guns come about through home invasions, through everything. I, I hear you. And there's there now. I want to the great points you just touched on there with the home invasion. I want to talk about that in a second. <clears throat> I already I already say the guns are already. Like they're mass producing guns every day. They make millions of guns every day. Yeah, it's not going down. Where are those guns going, right? So there's people, there's more guns in this country than there are people. There they said at one point civilians bought more ammo than the United States Marines did, right? So there's well armed millions and millions and millions of well armed Americans in this country. No tons of them. Mm-hmm. Guys who are so unbelievably well armed. They have safes built into their walls in their basement. When they had the foundation poured, they cut a hole for a safe and they poured the foundation around a safe. It's walk-in. It's three by six by seven foot tall. It's fucking a museum. You want to talk about home invasions? I dare you. No. <laughs> Hell no, I'm not going to home invade that, dude. But people don't know that shit. There's guns everywhere in his house. Yep. Everywhere in that house. And you think you might be able to find one of them. He can find four of them before you can get to one of them. So no, but there are those kinds of people walking around in this country. Do they, are they bad people? Not really. Because due to the millions of guns that are on the streets owned by millions of people, don't you think if there was a gun problem, we would have millions of people with gun problems? No. Where are all of the shootings happening? Right, where's the majority of the shootings happening? The areas where the strictest gun control <laughs> so, are. So it, I, I shake my head at it. 500 people a month are being shot in the city of Chicago. Where's the Chicago Strong t-shirts? Mm-hmm. Where's the you know Chicago Pride t-shirts? Out of sight, out of mind. No, that just it's every day. So we're just whatever. It's Chicago. Meh, whatever. Meh, Chicago. Meh, Baltimore. Meh, yeah. meh. You I want to make a t-shirt. Just, meh, Chicago. Meh. That's, that's what I want to make a t-shirt that says. Yep. But we go crazy. Like the fucking publicity that goes into. Oh my God, a bunch of white people at a fucking country concert. <sighs> Sad as it was. <sighs> but come on. Like fucking wake the fuck up. <sighs> it, 
anyways, I try not to get involved in the conversations. I try to point out my um, tin foil yarmulke theories on the things all the time. Why? Even if you don't believe a word that's coming out of my mouth, you're at least listening to something different. That's how, sometimes how I look at it. Like, you don't even have to believe me that I th- believe myself, right? Did that make sense? Go back a second. I don't, I don't care if you don't believe me if I believe myself. Yeah, that sounds right. Perfect. <laughs> if you don't listen to whatever I have to say, you're just, ah, this guy's hilarious. Listen to the bullshit that he has to say. At least you heard something different than the mainstream rhetoric. Yeah. I'd like to do that sometimes. The truth, th- the truth like, is you, out there. Did you ever think about it this way? <laughs> and more often than not, they, you get that thousand yard stare. Me. Oh my God, another conspiracy there. Nah, but just look at it like this. We ran into another one. Oh yeah. I love, I, I like to find the other ones too. Fuck yeah. I, I do. I love to seek them out. And let's see how fucking crazy you are. And antagonist. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Yeah. But so like you were saying, home invasions, Uh, you know, if you know somebody's just chock full of guns and their house is chock full of guns, that's why I laugh every time I watch one of these post-apocalyptic movies. There just seems to be guns everywhere. Yeah. Well, because there would be. (laughs) Really would be. Are you kidding me? If a apocalypse like that ever happened and everyone goes on the run and 75 or more percent of the population turned into zombies. Yes. Oh my God, every house would be raided. Yes. And you would f- occasionally find right. one of those fucking armories. Oh, yeah. Just like they, they came across a few people that were just stockpiling. <laughs> Walking Dead. Yeah. 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 We all we all love it. Yeah. Um, what do you, did you watch? Oh, you're not I, caught up. I'm are not you? caught up. I'm perpetually two seasons behind. Yeah, I fucking. Perpetual. Perpetual. That's upsetting. It's about time for me to start watching a couple more because yeah. the new one just. I gotta keep up. <sighs> Never the mind. Itch. Never mind then. <laughs> You're a pain in the ass. Yeah, I caught on a long time ago. Okay. It was good, and then it just started getting really repetitive. I got you. And um, and that shit really does not last long for me. No. If I even smell a repetitive fucking plot, <laughs> I'm out. I am done. I haven't watched the blacklist since season two. Oh. Because it got so fucking repetitive. I agree with you. And I think a lot of shows that happens and they, I think one of my favorite shows, they were trying not to let it happen. Did you watch Lost? No. Wow. Wow. Just wow. And I look back at it in hindsight and I'm like, I'm going to watch this all over again from a completely different vantage point. Right. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to watch this all over again. And I never skipped a season. I watched every single episode and it was one of those things that just, like a, I don't know, like a warm blanket on a cold, snowy day. Like, oh, this is perfect. This makes so much more sense and, now. And you want to talk about a plot line that had absolutely a million different directions that they just, we're going to forget about that one. Yeah, right? wasn't, wasn't there like a smoke monster Listen, at one point? It was awesome. <laughs> it was aw- I was like, this is fucking with my brain. The right. second time it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet mother of mercy. So yeah, again, it's another one of those shows that, um, had a repetitive plot line, but it was so absolutely ridiculous and insane. I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of shows like that that are so grossly popular. Like what's the one? Um, That's true. I'm guilty of a few. Yeah. Um, never mind. I can't even think of the name of it. Supernatural. 
Oh, God. Uh, 12 seasons? 13? 13? 12? Whatever. Something. You want to talk about repetitive fucking... Oh, my God. I got through season three, and I was like, done. Thanks for playing. It's like Buffy. It's like <laughs> if Buffy the Vampire Slayer went that long. Jesus. Jesus. Right? Oh, my God. Uh, that was... uh, What's his name? Borean... What's his name? Who? The, uh, the vampire who ended up... They were ended up shagging... Boreas, oh. that he ended up going to um angel was <laughs> yeah the spinoff <laughs> yeah and then he spun it off into bones oh yeah 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 i cannot was... remember his name off the top of my head oh. i'm off my game no you're on your game <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry That's about right. your I game got, son i got the jordans on your game is just fine uh yeah so anyways same thing i uh i pretty much called them out on season eight episode when I pretty much said, yeah. you know, they're lining up the shark ramp as we speak, aiming for that shark. But here's the crazy part. If they stick true to where they're going and they stick true to the comic itself, I have seen the cover of January 8th, 2018's uh, adult illustrated comic. Ooh. And just looking at the cover of it, I was like, what? Shit gets cray. Cray, cray, <laughs> my nay nay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm excited if that actually happens. So I'm gonna stick with it yet again. Yeah, stay that's fine. That, stay that slow train. I'm gonna stick with it too. It's getting good again, from what I remember. <laughs> Where, wherever I left off. I want to see that. I still want to see that Justice League too. Yeah, that's coming up. I just watched uh, an extended trailer yep, today. That looks fantastic. A little bit more footage out of that. Yep. I watched the uh, the trailer for the Punisher. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, yeah November. Yeah, whatever. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Is it November 14th, 15th, something like that? Just check Netflix. No, Netflix. No, you know you have it. No, I'm not gonna check because I'm still more excited about Stranger Things. Oh shit! <laughs> There's so much shit coming in. We're not gonna have a podcast <laughs> for like a couple of months. No, but you I, guys just carry on the conversation by yourself. This has been theoretical nonsense. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not signing off. We're not signing off. I hate you. We'll just have to, um, we'll have to, we'll have to focus. I know that's really hard for the both of us. I know we have to put in time, but then we got to put in, you know, we, we got to make room for like that six o'clock beer share. And <sighs> right. So a day of it. Perfect. Yeah. Um, every two weeks. Yay. <laughs> um, so Sandman was uh, gracious enough to crash at my house the other day because I needed uh, emergency childcare. So he came over, just crashed at the house. Woke up the next day, got on that breakfast mode, right? And uh, little man goes to sleep. Wife leaves for work. And I look over at the Sandman. I'm like, hey, you seen the most recent episode of Rick and Morty? <laughs> he says, uh, I've be honest with you. I've never seen an episode of Rick and Morty. I said, sit down on the couch. <laughs> the gaping stare that is on the panda's face right now can only be described as waiting for six hot dogs <laughs> Or two fat uncut dicks. <laughs> that mouth agape. Wow. Yeah. So I at least two. Park him on the couch and I show him the April Fools episode. Cause you have to understand the Szechuan sauce because yeah. it became a like a fucking phenomenon in this country. Can you imagine the fucking Rick and Morty cocksuckers of pressured McDonald's so much into releasing a limited oh, amount Jesus. of Szechuan sauce? The fucking anarchy and chaos that ensued. Because only the rich could have it. <laughs> Szechuan sauce. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Kobe Bryant got my bottle of Szechuan. <laughs> I didn't have the 50 G's to sh- shell out for it. 
So stupid. Uh, so I parked his ass down, made him watch that episode. And then I immediately I skipped an episode because I was like, listen, the two biggest phenomenons that I've been talking about since watching well, the season has been the Szechuan sauce and Pickle Rick. Oh, Pickle Rick. So I immediately make him watch the Pickle Rick episode. Oh, Pickle Rick. He looks at me and goes, I don't fucking know what I just watched. <laughs> I don't know what I just fucking watched. I'm like, oh, yeah. Now think about it. There's two seasons behind this, and this season's almost over. It's like watching a butterfly hat. <laughs> in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Goes right back in. Yeah, right back into the chrysalis. Yeah, I was just so he's like, "All right, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna get going." So like, oh, yeah, walk out the door. Yeah, he's like, "I had homework to do." I said, "Homework? Yeah? You mean gonna go home and binge watch Rick and Morty?" I didn't say that wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just calm down. Sweet, let's just let's just calm down. Let's just calm let's down. calm down. But again, I don't put myself like that's a great TV show. I. Catch up on it all the time. I love it because it's quick. It's easy yeah. to watch. It's fun. I'm always going to laugh. I'm always going to enjoy it. Um, that's a quick one to stay current with. But it's I'm not so snobbish about it. I'm not beer cuntish about my Rick and Morty love. Pierced beer cuntish. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm not pierced beer cuntish about my Rick and Morty love. See what I did there? <laughs> you tied it back around. <laughs> tied it back you around. just looped it, right? I mean, only makes sense if you've been listening to the entire Yo. podcast. No, Yo. you've fallen asleep by now. Yeah, <laughs> my fingers inside of your panty line. Oh yeah, and I'm just right at the right at the crack of your ass. I'm just kind of tickling the top yep. of the valley. Yeah. Ooh. ooh, it's so soft. Ooh, smells so good. <laughs> I run my tongue on it. Do you put lotion on? <laughs> I told people that I volunteered to go through the TSA thing instead of going through the X-ray machine. So do I every time. And I always whisper. I always whisper in the ear my safety word. <laughs> Your job sucks, huh? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Let me it make does. it worse. How's that back of the hand yeah. treating you? Oh, especially if I had a late night of drinking, I will let go of the most dank, disturbing, broccoli, blue cheese, <laughs> brat, brown ales, oh. brrr, out my ass. Hand seared on Oh, jeez. Come here. Put, put your hands down there. Smell that. <laughs> Does it smell like popcorn to you? <laughs> I forgot to wipe. <laughs> Your job sucks, huh? Let me make it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, TSA agents, they've um they've caught well, no terrorists. Zero. And uh four hundred of them so far have been fired for stealing. <laughs> but that just means that we done our job good. <laughs> they did a test. Google this shit yourself. They did a test um against for TSA agents, and like thirty seven percent of them failed. Oh my forty like, percent of them like failed. Like middle school English tests? Like these are the things you should be catching when they go through the x-ray scanner failed. Oh, I gotcha. Or here's what you should have found during this pat down failed. Right? Damn. Yeah. Um so, whatever. Uh, great track record. <laughs> Horrible track record. <laughs> but as a snowboarder who who travels all over the place with my snowboarding equipment, they one hundred percent of the time. Search my snowboard bag. Well, well, that's a stigma that I need to be broken. Probably impossible, but <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, not in our lifetime. They search my bag every single time, and then they say, "Oh, he's coming back from Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> We're tearing this fucking thing apart." Thank God for Starbucks coffee. <laughs> what an idiot! 
<laughs> thank God. No, not Starbucks. Thank God for a Trader Joe's coffee. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and a scarf. And um, a scarf. So. <laughs> thank you. That was I need, wonderful. What I a, need more packaging material. What a great story, man. What? Yeah. What a great story. We need another adventure like that. That was probably one of the funnest things I've done in, in quite some time. Yeah. That was one of the funnest trips I've had in the last. Yeah. The last that decade. I can remember, we need to have more fun like that, please. Well, well, get... they're coming out for they're coming out for New Year's. Oh, I was looking at the old Airbnb. We were talking about sometime like late spring, early summer, or Got... or we were talking about February. Too. I say earlier because the CFO is going to be in a situation where I can't abandon her at that later into the early that parts of the true. summer, so I can abandon her in like February. Perfect. Yes. Abandon away. Yeah, please. Suffer. You'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be a long weekend. Oh, it's just a sore back. All right. It's a long weekend. Shut up. You'll be fine. Plenty of time to sleep when you're dead. <laughs> Which is going to be well after I'm gone. <laughs> God, they don't listen to this. <laughs> Jesus. So much trouble. Oh, my God. It's such a great outlet. Thank you. <sighs> such a great outlet. But again, our summer trip, that was one of the most fun I've ever times i had a long time it was nice oh that my time God. of year out there too and oh. it was so unbelievably chillaxed and it was nice to just be with friends and have a good time except for when we went into the destruction derby with the fucking rental car i have no idea oh i was t- <laughs> listen i was still talking about the uh the summer you on the other hand <laughs> went back to crushing cars and that was a good it was good no oh, it was fun shut up come on an idiot it was fine <laughs> fine it was fine. Yeah. Well, I could definitely see myself spending more time out there. I really enjoyed that area. It was nice. I want to get out there, again, like you were saying, at a time when like, I want to see the Portland uh, Timbers play. I want to see, not there Timbers. Um, Timbers, yeah, soccer. Their MLS, I want to see those guys play. Oh. Their stadium's nice. Yeah. They're how, fa- how far away from? From Donnie? Yeah. It's in city, outside of city limits proper, so it's still oh. in Portland. He lives in Portland, so. Nice. Whatever. Yeah, so something I'm interested in doing. I like doing events like that. Um, I like when I travel to find a sporting event that's going on. Um, I've been trying to get to all the Major League Baseball parks in the U.S. Some of them are like Seattle's remote. It's the only thing that's out there is Seattle. There's no other reason to go out there. But from Portland to Seattle's not that bad, right? It's like a three and a half, four hour drive. Now we're in Seattle. Go to a baseball game. It's off my list. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. It's off my list because San Diego is going to be another hard one. I mean, like, what else are you going to do in San Diego? spend money, go to the beach and go to the make, go to baseball. So I try to plan my vacations because I'd love to be able to have that bucket list. Check. Yeah. Me and the old lady have the similar, we want to go to uh, all the NHL hockey yeah. arenas. What would be, the, what do you think would be the most difficult one to get to? Uh, some of the Canadian ones. Mm. Yeah. Some Ontario or right. Montreal. Uh, well, no, Montreal. No, yeah. That's that's a five hour drive. Yeah, we've been to, uh, to we went to Toronto. We went to the Hockey Hall of Fame. I like Toronto; it's a nice city, and that was beautiful. Yeah. So that was uh, we had gone to a wedding down at uh, Niagara, oh. and then we decided to just make it an extra long trip. Hell yeah! And fucking go up to Toronto, and I think we went to like Wayne Gretzky's bar. And of course, everything is just so fucking centric over there. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Either that or um, maybe some of the southern states like, I don't know, about Arizona and stuff like that. Yeah. Those are pretty far trips. Like, why else would you go there? L.A. 
LA, I can think of things to do in LA. I got a friend out there. Yeah. So I think I can find things to do in LA besides like I can make a long weekend out of going to LA. Yeah. That's probably not a problem, but like Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Welcome to Phoenix. Buy some topaz. Unless they have a Comic Con going on at the same time. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happens in Arizona. No, I got old be people go there you. because the air is dry. A lot of cactus, cacti. cacti. <laughs> Are we back at that? Accoutrements, <laughs> <laughs> periphery. Per- was it no peripherals, peripheries? Wow, what was it? I don't know. I don't know. You're beautiful. <laughs> cacti, <laughs> but ca- yeah, just a lot of cacti. Right. Why else are you going to Phoenix? Unless you go to the Grand Canyon. Mm, now you can plan on go see Walter White's house. Mm. That's that's Arizona, right? Correct, sir. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. I heard they built a wall. Really? The owners of the house built a wall. Get around, out of here around the house because to stop people fans from, from the show. Shut up from coming around. That's kind of funny. Yeah, I mean you can't do that in San Francisco with a full house. House people still, you know, like. Like it's a beacon, my friend. Mm-hmm. So they have that, you know, most curviest road in the U.S. And everyone wants to go down that hill. And everyone wants to ride on the trolley. And everyone wants to go Eight see the... people a year die. Right. Well, they all want to go to the Golden Gate Bridge and watch yep. people jump off of it. <clears throat> the full house house has the same... Like, people still want to do that. Like, oh, let's go find and take a picture with it. Like, re- Really? There's head shops right over here on Beale Street. <laughs> Let's go over there, man. That way. That way. What's the matter with you? Yeah. One of the days I was out, the second time I went to San Francisco, I rented a bicycle for the day. It was like $45 with a helmet. Like, hey, I bring it back tonight at 8. I was like, cease. And just rode all over the city. Fuck yeah. Right? With a paper map. Just Downhill, though. No, dude. There's no nothing. There's no direction you can go in San Francisco where you're not climbing. Son of a bitch. <laughs> You think you're tough too? Nope, I'm off and walking. Yeah, and I'm watching these kids ride their bikes up hills. I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> these hills are brutal, brutal. I know where I could get our beer. <laughs> oh, but their food out there is incredible. Oh yeah, their seafood, everything out there in San Francisco, culinary giant, absolutely culinary giant. But <clears throat> food truck heaven, I've heard. So those fucking sunny California cities. Dear God. They're food trucks. So the missus was in San Diego and she texted me when she's like, I'm just going to walk around downtown. I'm like, well, we're all done. (laughs) She walked around. She got back. She's like, we're moving. I was like, yeah. Did you look at rent in San Diego? Mm -hmm. Holy smokes. I know four kids who live in a one bedroom apartment in India. Jesus. Yeah, Four kids live in a one bedroom so they can split that shit. They make a wall out of pizza boxes. I didn't ask, man. What I didn't ask. Fuck? But my buddy, who his name is Eric, he moved out there and called home for all of his stuff. Like that's the kind of move he made. Like he didn't come back and get his shit. He moved out there and was like, "You guys box that shit up and mail it to me." Yeah. Shit. The last time I talked to him, probably three, maybe four years ago, I was talking to him and he's like, "Yeah, I had to go buy shoes." I was like, "What? Are you, like new shoes?" He's like, "No, shoes." Like, what do you mean shoes? He's like, I have sneakers and flip-flops. I don't own shoes. Like, how long have you lived there? Like, three years. You don't own shoes? He's like, what do I need shoes for? <laughs> like, He's like, God asked me in a wedding, so now i got to buy shoes. And I was like, we live different lives. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy smokes. Completely. Completely, Completely different lives. Four guys, one bedroom apartment in San Diego so they can make it work. But he says it's paradise. 
Jesus. Paradise all the time. I keep getting older. Girls just say the same age. <laughs> and I was like, you're dirty. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's him. We're covered in tattoos. Hey, man. Beer bus <laughs> out at the moon tower. You're just your losers and come with us. <laughs> Ditch two, he- two zeros. Get with a couple of heroes. <laughs> uh, I fucking love some McConaughey. Easy on the leather, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fantastic. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, often. Yep. Yep, quite often. Scream his name. Yeah. Stub my toe. I curl up in a ball. <laughs> And I lay on the floor right. and just ask Weep. God why. <laughs> That's my move when I stub my toe. And it happens often. Right to the floor, bury my face in the fucking, just why? Fucking why me? I love the phrase, I'm going to bang you on every piece of furniture like my pinky toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my, I love it. Yeah, that makes so much sense in my house. That is a new fucking, <laughs> that's a new level. I love it. God damn it. I got to wear gloves every time I come over <laughs> your house now. I clean up every time. Oh, sure. I swear on my soul and on our friendship, I a clean up every cloth. time. A damp cloth. Your way. Damp. <laughs> what do you think this is, Versailles? <laughs> oh, uh, flip the cushion. Uh, yeah, it's cleaning up, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. It freshens up a little. <laughs> For breeze. It, it goes so far in life, man. <laughs> Quick, get that smell of dank sex out of the air before they come in the house. Yeah. Gets it out of anything. That <laughs> stuff it, is awesome. I keep a bottle of it in the car, right? Because, you know, sometimes, you know, just got to get on the getting on. Yep. Leather is so much nicer than cloth, by the way. <laughs> it cleans up so much nicer. You slide around on the seat. Yeah, I get Jesus. sweaty. I love it. I love it. Because you used to have sex in the car when you guys first started dating. Or you had sex outside. Right? You, well, you cut, you tried to have sex in the <laughs> car. Right. It's like you always have something sticking in a place where you don't want it. <laughs> it happens. It ha- yeah. Right. And I'm that's, done. That's the name of the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, not there. Plat- How many times do I have to tell you? Platform nine and three quarters. <laughs> Just got to believe. Just got to believe. Just got to run and believe. <laughs> Slam it right into there. I hit the wall. <laughs> Just keep pushing. It'll Just keep go pushing, in. It'll go in. Uh, I promise it won't bottom out. Um, uh, good for you. Fuck yeah. Another uh, amazing night. Thank you. Another d- d- tangent laden filled ridiculous conversation that I laughed for an hour and a half. Beautiful story episode of two guys who haven't seen each other in nearly a couple time. of weeks. Yeah, just two probably. weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. It's too much. Yeah, it's too All long. this stuff comes bubbling to the this surface. This is what happens. Yeah. This is nothing bad though. This is a good avenue. I'd love for more people to be able to do this. Fuck yeah. To get on here and just talk about things. Stuff you're passionate about. Please, whatever you want to talk about, I find shit to be. I read all the time. Even if I don't understand the topic, I will still listen to you. Or we'll send you some fun stuff and we'll have a conversation that's... Uh, love God. Todd Rash, we I'm calling know you out about. one more time. I want to talk about a lot of things that are going on and I want him here for those conversations. And I want him to talk more about what a fucking basket of angry, weirded out cats that kid is. <laughs> I want him to open up and vent all about it. So we're going to get him here. Absolutely. That's our next goal. 
Again, thank you for listening. We are Theoretical Nonsense Podcast. We are um, just a pair of idiots who love doing what we do, and we couldn't do it without our help from our friends over there at Six Squirrel Studios. Please check them out at sixsquirrelstudios.com. They uh, do wonders for us. Maybe they can do wonders for you. And again, when you're shopping on Amazon, find that on the Six Squirrels tab as well. Yes. We anything, are. anything you buy on there. Yes. We'll go back into the show to make it fun to listen to. Damn. That Twitch channel's coming up around the corner. It's going to be ridiculous. Fuck yeah. Um, I got a couple new games on the system. Hot damn. I'm going to, I did my official Twitch test on Hearthstone. Ooh. Uh, Donnie did as well. Ooh. So everything's up and rolling. Um, we're that, just, uh, we're waiting for all that content to roll out at once. Portland Explored. Ooh. Ooh. The new video drop. Phenomenal. It's amazing. So nice. Catch that on Facebook. It's so WWKRP Cincinnati feel to it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love it so much. Come see the nightlife. Do, 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 do. And it's so good. I love it so much. It came out so well. So I'm excited for a lot of those things coming out. Um, please check out that website and uh, spread the word on that. Yes. And uh, please find us on uh, Facebook at Theoretical Pod and Twitter and Instagram at Theoretical underscore pod. Drop us a line, you know, hit subscribe. You can find us on uh, Twitch and Stitcher and iTunes podcasting app now because they had to be fancy and make their own whole <laughs> extra fucking app to take up more space on your fucking sheeple's phones. Bitter much? Take away a fucking headphone jack. <laughs> Absolute communism. <laughs> you make apps that no one fucking cares about. Yep. Come Apple. on. Apple. Whatever. Get, get with the collection. My wife told me the other day she was having trouble with her battery. I said, um, oh, man. You should replace it. <laughs> um, I can replace mine. Yeah. Can you not replace your... Oh. Oh. Strange. I'm so close to trying to convince and trick and manipulate my wife into letting me get in that pixel too. <laughs> You're gonna have a lot of fucking uh, begging for forgiveness. Come on, for Who cares? Whatever, it's a phone. She's gonna get that bad. Well, that's true. Whatever. No, it's not that important to me. But I would. Fuck it. It looks nice. I would. I would just. Just. Uh, it looks nice. Mm. Anyways, things that... Uh, if you have a Google Pixel 2, <laughs> you should listen to us. Ding, 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 ding. Us, find us on the Google Store. Google Play. <laughs> Yay, Google Yay. Play. That was the last one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I feel good about feeling good. Episode 9. Thanks. It's in the bag. Yay. Out of the bag? In the, in the bag. I like my bag. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll end it there. Okay. And that's the way I see it. Every night feels like another weekend. Set me on fire, but don't forget to breathe in. Too many highs, what happened to the ceiling now? Too many lights, I don't know what I'm seeing. Where is my mind? Don't know what to believe in. Many highs, what happened to the ceiling now? High as can be, like I 
biscuits tea Forbidden food so I sit down and eat Give me the loot, feeling the yeet With too many hits and I can't feel my feet I'm in the booth, floating up beat I am the truth, your novelty Like fortune tellers don't need umbrellas I know this paint I don't embellish Like broke motherfuckers don't need more jealous I don't need shit, I know y'all jealous Take it too far, fuck around, loser Watch it fall apart, dip me your dopamine Girl, let me sink to the floor, can't even watch Money can change who you are Money can make a man talk, can't even stop Can't even reason that that in these demons too far I can't even stop Every night feels like another weekend Set me on fire, but don't forget to breathe in Too many highs, what happened to the ceiling now? Too many lights, I don't know what I'm seeing Where is my mind, don't know what to believe in Too many highs, what happened to the ceiling? In a rope, hoping I'll choke. Watch how I laugh and they let I float. Blood on my cloak, eyes in my veins, eyes open wide like I finally awoke. People, I want you to leave me alone, cause I ain't got no time and I'm trying to smoke. Up, 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 and out of my way, cause you blocking my sun, yeah, tossing my shade. I saw Luego, hot box city in a wooden with a bagel. Two red horns and a halo, payloads of payo. Get out my kitchen, this shit is in fuego. I'm about to lose it like Bobby Boucher, leaving them speeches with nothing to say, though. Bodies been chalked off, this shit is my KO. I'm about to walk off without posting bail, I'm out. Feels like another weekend Set me on fire But don't forget to breathe in Too many highs What happened to the ceiling Feels like another weekend Set me on fire